Blog Talk Radio. of the High Motion Podcast here on Blog Talk Radio. This is Jovan Alford here, one half of the dynamic duo here on the HMP. Uh, joining me shortly will be none other than Harrison Brown of ArenaFan.com uh, for, for another special player interview that we have for y'all, um, have for y'all uh, this week. But before we get started and jump into anything, uh, if you missed our if you missed our shows last week where we broke down and previewed uh, the, the the playoff games and also uh, spoke to Albany uh, Empire rookie defensive back uh, Cheatham Norris, you can uh, check that out here on BlogTalkRadio.com backslash Total Sports Live, or you can check it out on our various platforms. Uh, first and foremost, you can check it out. Uh, on uh, on the podcast app on uh, on any on any of your Apple devices, all you have to do is uh, all you have to do is go to uh, the podcast app and then just search Total Sports Live TSO Podcast. Really appreciate everyone everyone that checks us out uh, through that medium. If you do that and if you hit the subscribe button, you'll be able to download all our episodes from this season, which is really cool. But if you don't want to do that, you can also um, leave us a review or leave us a rating. We really appreciate it. And if if you when you guys do that, it lets us know, you know, what we may need to be doing or if you like something. We really appreciate that uh, type of feedback. Also, you can check us out on um, on uh, Spotify as well. All you got to do is just search Total Sports Live TSL Podcast. Uh, hit the follow button over there. Again, we appreciate everyone that checks us out over there as well as we try to bring you all top-notch AFL quality as we're in the postseason and shortly we'll be in the offseason and then back to a new season. just happens just that fast. Uh, but we do got a special uh, player interview uh, for you guys uh, for, this, for, this, for, this, for this week's editions of the podcast because we usually do two with a preview one coming tomorrow. But before we do that, you already know who I'm bringing on with me here on the pod, none other than my co-host, the AFL insider himself, none other than Harrison Brown of ArenaFan.com. Harrison, how are you doing today? Jovan, what's good, my dude? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. We're we're back again. They didn't get rid of us off of, uh, off of BTR. <laughs> we're, we're back again, bringing that uh, AFL uh, content for everybody. And like I told everybody, we had a, we've been knocking out these player interviews. And we should have another great interview coming up uh, very shortly, which I think which I think people will definitely enjoy hearing. Oh yeah, definitely, man. Uh, Rose, one of the best out there, man. Great dude and a great player too. I uh, had a huge performance this past weekend with the three interceptions against Washington. So I'm For definitely sure. looking forward to talking to him and and seeing what he's got to say about that game and you know the playoffs moving forward. Definitely, definitely. So we're going to be waiting for him to call in. But like you said, we're going to be talking to Philadelphia Soul that are in uh, defensive back 
an AFL first-teamer, I mean, uh, all-arena first-teamer, excuse me, James Romain will be joining us shortly uh, here on the uh, on the on the High Motion podcast to talk about the Souls' huge thirty point thirty six point victory. They defeated the uh, Valor uh, last weekend in DC sixty nine to thirty three. It was a dominating performance on uh, on both sides of the ball, Harrison. It was just it was tremendous from the offense to the defense. You couldn't ask for a much better game from either side of the ball. Yeah, they really put it together. Um, it was probably their most complete performance the entire season. Uh, offensively, they put up a lot of points. Darius Reynolds went back to offense, and that was huge for them. I mean, it definitely to have that veteran presence. Um, he had a huge game with the three touchdowns, and then defensively, Romain with the three picks, like we had mentioned. Uh, they were huge in the game. There was one time where he got two on back-to-back drives, so – he really was a big impact player in this game, as was Money Reynolds. And really, it felt like the whole Soul team, it felt like everyone in that game played a very, very strong game. Like I said, I really feel like it was their most complete performance of the year. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do this weekend with the 36-point cushion. Hey, for sure, for sure. And you know what? Let's bring them on right now. Joining us here on the High Motion Podcast is none other than first team, all arena DB, multiple title winning defensive back of the Philadelphia Soul, James Romain. James, we really appreciate you taking some time out uh, to join us. How's everything going? Everything's good. Everything's good. Um, just actually leaving a training session, so I'm kind of in traffic right now, so you know how that could be. <laughs> totally, totally. We totally, uh, totally get that, but um, like I said, really appreciate you uh, hopping on with us for a few minutes to talk about uh, this about last week's game and this weekend's game. Uh, looking back at last weekend's game, you guys were two and zero against the uh, Valor heading into, like I said, heading into last weekend's game. But y'all came out firing on both sides. You know, lead into a thirty-six uh, point victory. What did you and the team take away from that victory, knowing that you only lost to the Valor by? a combined 14 points in the regular season? Guys, up a little bit. Uh, what did you, uh, in terms of last weekend's uh, playoff game, you guys were 0-2 uh, in the regular season against the Valor, but last weekend y'all came in firing on both sides of the ball, leading to a 36-point victory. What did you and the team take away from, you know, that victory? Um, Basically, um. Basically, the, the, we will be picked up. That's what you're asking, right? What we picked up from that victory, what we're going to bring into this yep. week. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, you know, um, just staying together. You know, um, the front meshing with the back receivers and quarterback playing uh, pitch and catch with each other. You know, the little things. Um, you know, it's a new season. Uh, all our mistakes that we made, you know, in the season that, that, that happened, uh, we put behind us. You know, we was 0-2 against Washington this season, and um, it was all of personal mistakes and the stuff that we've done personally. And um, I felt like just coming into this game, we was focused. We was locked in. Um, we had our keys. We knew exactly what we wanted to do as far as game plan-wise. You know, everybody brought into that going into the week of practice and just going through practice mm-hmm. throughout the whole week. So, you know, last week just winning, you know, we want to have that same type of mindset, you know, going there, um, knowing that we lost to them twice, knowing that they're going to have an edge and, you know, a chip on their shoulder. And, you know, they're they, they going to come out trying to fire in all cylinders. So we just got to go out there with the same confidence, same mindset, and, you know, same fire and energy. 
Yeah, for sure. And, you know, speaking of takeaways, you had three interceptions by yourself with all had a chance to be returned for TDs. When you look back at the film from last weekend's game, what allowed you to make, you know, those momentum, you know, change in place? Um, you know, just locked in, staying uh, focused. You know, it's arena football. So this is like the de- uh, like a defensive back's worst nightmare. You know, um, I gave up a couple plays that game, but you know, me being a vet and me playing this game, you know, this is my seventh season. I know, you know, uh, the, the, the middleman, you know, the safety going to give up some plays. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to have, like, you know, a great season and a great career to not give up as many plays as, you know, normal safeties do, you know. But, you know, just just, just going and um, staying focused and staying locked in and understanding that it's four quarters of football. So whatever happens in the first three, you know, you still got to finish the game. And, you know, I was just fortunate and blessed enough to have, you know, some great coverage on them plays. And um, actually I felt like one fell into my lap, but, you know, I still feel like, you know, you still got to make the play. And um, I just felt like I put myself in some good positions. Um, I played my technique, you know. I knew my assignment, and I just, you know, I believed what I saw. And um, I, I made a great play on them for my team. Man, so I know you're like the captain of the defense and all that. I know you're a big-time film guy. You love to study your craft and all that. What did you see on film from this weekend that you're going to bring into this next game against the Valor? It's always tough to play a team twice in a row. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's tough to play anybody two times in a season, and let alone, you know, try to beat them twice. And, um, you know, we played – this is our fourth time playing them this season. So, you know, we, we're fairly familiar with them, and um, we 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 fairly uh, – confident in ourselves on how we want to come in and play and you know the game plan that we got for them this week is a pretty uh, another good game plan that we're going in this week um you know from just watching film um I feel like we know we just got to clean up our mistakes that we did make um I felt like we left some plays out there on the field you know both offense and defense and special teams as well you know some missed blocks um you know um, long coverages uh drop passes um, stuff like that, you know, stuff like that when it all messes together, you know, that's championship football. So we just watch the film and we just trying to clean up those little things that we could get better on. You know, it's not it's, it's not always about how, you know, how good you are, the things you get good, but it's the things you like because that's how you get beat. That's how you get scored on and that's how you get the points and that's how you lose games and stuff like that. So, you know, me being a vet and understanding that, you know, you got to watch film and understand the things that you did bad. It's not always about, oh, I had this interception. You know, I had three picks, but, you know, I gave up two or three touchdowns on the night as well. You know, I gave up some some, some catches as, as also. So, you know, I could get better myself. You know, everybody sees three interceptions, but in the back of my mind, I see the two, three touchdowns that I gave up in, in, the, in the plays that I could have made. Um, so, you know, stuff like that is just what we, we got to go in and, you know, clean up. You know, we had two great, great days of practice so far, and, um, you know, tomorrow should be another great one. So how do you guys kind of manage that 36-point lead? Albany's in a similar situation on the other side, but it's a really unique situation to go into a game with a 36-point cushion. I don't know when the last time it's happened in football or anything like that is. I'm assuming you've never had it for yourself personally to have a lead like that. How do you manage it mentally, you know, through the weekend practice and in the game? Basically, you know, um, you can't get complacent. Hmm. As you see, um, we won by 36 points, and – they can easily win by 36 points. So being complacent is something that must be put in a box, locked away in a safe, and key through in the ocean somewhere. 
because that's not what you know to bring out right now. But um, being complacent is the last thing on our minds because you know we got ultimate goals, and the ultimate goal is the championship. And not one person that I know, single athlete, boxer, uh, team player, ever was complacent and you know called themselves the best and you know got the ultimate goal championship and stuff like that. So you know my thoughts and my mindset is. Going to the game, it's zero zero. We don't have a thirty six point lead. Zero zero. And let's go out here and win the game. And let's win handily. Like let's not just squeak by because we got a thirty six point lead. Like I wanna win handily. You know, I'm gonna go into you know, the arena bowl, you know, if we bless the win and get there. I wanna go in there with you know, with a big with a with a, with a big confidence patch on our shoulders, you know, and riding on our high horse going in there. So I know throughout the year, Washington's ran a lot of five-step, and you kind of talked about this at the press conference, but they went out and ran a lot of three-step against you guys on Sunday. What do you think of that, and what are you expecting for this week? Uh, honestly, I felt, you know, I, um, you know, it, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of hard to tell because, you know, it's, it's hard to switch up something from – you know, just in a couple of days when you just lost, you know, it's, it's like you 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 got to come out with your same game plan, and now you got to execute that game plan. Because if you try to switch up a whole lot of stuff in a little bit of time or little or whatever, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be a lot that's going to confuse players. It's a lot that's gonna like it's just a lot of a lot to change in that short period of time. You know, I think they're going to come out with their same their same game plan, you know. You know, dink and dunk. Um, you know, I, I feel like our defense is well prepared for them to go five-step because, you know, that's what they did all season. Um, but, you know, if they, if they want to go three-step, I feel like that's playing into our hands as far as defensive backs and, you know, our, our pass rush. Because, you know, we work we work on quick step, you know. You know, covering, you know, our, our, our offense and, and, and practices, it's nothing but three steps. So, now comfort zone. I think our secondary will thrive from that. So today, uh, congratulations, like Jovan mentioned when uh, we brought you on. You were named to the first team on arena list. House was named second team. Torres had another great year. Um, your guys' group, just as a whole, I know it's, it's not just you. You had the most interceptions, but I mean, I know you respect and you know those guys' games next to you. They're both very talented as well, but. As a group, what's made you guys so successful over these past few years? Um, you know, the chemistry on and off the field. Uh, we brothers off the field. We, we, we do everything together. You know, we uh, we watch film together. We we go eat together after practice, lunch. Um, we go hang out, party, bars. Um, we crack jokes on each other. You know, um, we got similar likes as far as, you know, part uh partying, um, as far as, you know, um, art, music, what else, movies, you know, we do little stuff, you know, we watch music videos and it's just like a Bobby Brown or some, you know, movie, uh, a, a dance move that we like, a little choreographer thing, you know, we have mimicked them, you know, we have put that together and we put our own swag to it and practice it and do that, so, you know, little stuff like that brings chemistry, you know, brings a little bond, a little brotherhood. You know, you know, football is all about brotherhood. I, I feel it's sports, period. You got to gain some type of bond in order for, you know, to like, in order for somebody to trust you, to, 
to back them up and have they back on the field, you know. And um, you know, in, in arena, it's just three guys back there in the secondary, you know, four with your jack. And, and if y'all not on the same page about a lot of things, you know, you're going to get beaten. Y'all going to be looking foolish out there on game day. And the game is too fast for that. So what's the quickest way to, to, to get somebody to trust you? Understand who they are as a person as well as a player. You know, who they are as a friend, who they are as a son. Just how they go about their daily routine to understand, help you understand them as a player on and off the field. You know? So I think that's how we, we stay together and we make plays. And we all want to be great. Like We all feel like the best team in the league. So what way not to prove it than, you know, making more plays than, than your brother? That is true. We're joined here on the High Motion Podcast by Philadelphia Soul defensive back James Romain. And James, sticking on the defensive side of the ball, uh, rookies Brandon Cottom and, Ty- and Tyrell Robinson did a great job uh, last weekend playing both the Jack and uh, Mac linebacker uh, positions. As a veteran in this league, how do you think they did in their first playoff game? I think they, I think they did fairly well. You know, it's always things that, that needs to be correct. But, you know, I think they held their own and they, they played a pretty solid game. And, you know, they did they won eighth. They did what they had to do for us to come up with the W. You know, um, excited to see what they do on um, Sunday night or Sunday afternoon, I believe. Excited to see what they do and how they, you know, how they come out on their second playoff game. You know, it's going to be two of many. So this is something that they should get used to and, you know, get a, get, get a, get a great, you know, pay for, you know, I know when I first had my playoff game, you know, I was I was the same way, butterflies and jittery and same way my second game. And now I don't even know how many playoff games I done played, but since I've been in the league, we've made the playoffs every year. So I've the same type of success for them, and I hope that they go out and they have the game of their careers on Sunday. For sure, and you 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 just mentioned it. You know, like you want this to be not only their first playoff game, but many more to come. And on this soul defense, we've seen a lot of you know young guys, you know, start to blossom. This being their rookie, you know, rookie season and playing, you know, AFL ball and indoor football probably for the first time. How do you think the young guys in general, from you know the linebackers to the defensive line, have you know held their own? Um, you know, it's, it's young. You know, they had a little rough start in the beginning of the season, um, a little slow start. Um, we had some guys coming in and out. And, um, you know, Coach Bo and Coach Dozell, they brought in the right guys, you know. Had to move some guys around, put them in the right spot, piece this part together, piece this guy together, you know, put him in the air there, rush this guy, you know, drop him there, and see what works. Um, you know, now, you know, they're still young. You know, they still got a lot to learn. But at the end of the day, you know, they're coming together. You know, they're going hard. They have a lot of energy. You know, they don't, they just don't quit, and I like that. They don't go in the tank. You know, they, they they listen, and, you know, they want to be great. They want to be better. So as long as they're doing that and they're keeping they, you know, they're they, they pending their ears back and they're and, and they going full throttle, full speed, full ahead, you know, we can't, we can't be mad at that. So it's award season here in the AFL, all arena was today. Uh, you're definitely a candidate for defensive player of the year and DP of the year. Everyone's got their own opinion on each award, going to rookie of the year, MVP, all that. Do you kind of pay attention to any of that, or are you just laser focused into playing football? Um, during the season, you know, at first I really don't, you know, 
Everybody cares about all the rain again. He's, you know, he's in the play of the year, over the play of the year. Everybody cares about that stuff. But, you know, um, as throughout the year, I, I really don't think about stuff like that because I know um, my talent will speak for itself as far as, you know, going all arena and stuff like that, not to sound cocky, but I feel like I'm one of the best in the league and, you know, my craft and how I prepare and how I go out week in and week out. You know, my play should show that I'm an all-arena DB. So, you know, I really don't, you know, focus on going all-arena. I'm, I'm the type of guy that my play will let you know that I'm all-arena. And, you know, I was just in – I've been blessed for the, you know, past, what, four seasons to go for, you know, all-arena. I think it's I think it's been five. Yeah, you know, I've, I've, I think the past five seasons I've, I've been all-arena all DB. You know, that's just a blessing. Now, when it comes down to defensive, you know, play of the year and stuff like that, you know, towards the end of the year, you you start to think about stuff like that. You start to get, you know, little ideas, and you start looking at stats like, well, I don't want this guy to do this, or I don't want this guy to do that, or, oh, he did that, I got to do this this week. And, um, I, you know, I don't like to toot my own horn, but, you know, it's, I mean, I, I, I've had a great year, and, you know, hopefully I do get the, you know, the award, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not really thinking about that right now. Like, honestly, I just want this ring. But if I do get it, I'll be, you know, I'll, bless, I'm, I'll, I'll be blessed and very grateful. Excuse me, fellas. Very grateful to accept the award. Man, well, bro, we appreciate you taking the time, man. I know you just said you was getting some training in, man. Appreciate you coming on and talking a little bit with us. Great job last week. Congrats on the All-Arena. Congrats on whatever else is about to come, whether it be some awards or another ring, man. Uh, always fun to watch you go out there and ball, man. You've been doing it for a while now, so. Best of luck with everything, man. I appreciate y'all guys, man. No doubt, bro. Thank you. All right, later. All right, that was James Romaine from the Philadelphia Soul. The Soul are up pretty much, if you want to say this. If this was like a two-game playoff series, Harrison, you would say they're up 1-0 with a huge victory um, over the Washington Valor, 69 to uh, 33, like I said, dominating performance um, on both sides of the ball. And I think Romain, you know, I think he kept it simple for, you know, this week's game in that, you know, it's, it's about it's about staying locked in and, you know, not being not being satisfied, you know, with your result, you know, was just coming out. And like you said, they want to win. They don't want to just – they want to win comfortably. They want to, you know – I think it's almost like they want to send a message, like we're not just here – you know, we're not going to rest on our laurels of a 36-point lead. Like, they want to come in and increase that lead because they know Washington, who are the defending a- a- uh, Arena Bowl champs, are not just going to lay down. Uh, definitely, man. I, I like what Romain said when he said, you know, they just won by 36. The Soul did. Why can't the Valor come back and do it? So they got to come out and definitely play a good football game, play full throttle. Um, but I just, I mean, that cushion is just, I mean, it's extremely nice just from, you know, an overall standpoint, if the soul go into the halftime at lead, you can maybe start to take your foot off the, the, the gas a little bit. You can put Patrick O'Brien yeah. in and, and other things to preserve starters. I mean, that's a nice thing because you look at it in the past, the Arena Bowl had had a bye week um, from the conference mm-hmm. championship week. Then you would get a bye week. Then you would go play the Arena Bowl. Um, so right. now without that, they just go straight into the Arena Bowl. The Super Bowl has it as well. You get the bye week. College mm-hmm. football, you get a bunch of time off. Um, so they don't get that now. Uh, next weekend is the Arena Bowl. So we're looking at next Sunday. The Soul are playing this Sunday. So 
seven days from this game, they're projected to be in the Arena Bowl. It's nice to kind of get guys a little bit of that extra game time off, take that wear and tear off the body. It's been a long season, so it's definitely a positive for them. And, I mean, just naturally it's a positive. If you go into a game and the scoreboard is 36 to nothing at the start of it, you're, you're feeling pretty confident going in with the way they've been playing this year. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Um, I'm not projecting any craziness from Washington. I think they're still going to take care of business. But I think it still could have some – you know, interesting pieces and parts to it. Yeah, um, how soon that's true. Soul take out their players. That's something I'm really interested to see. Um, from everything that we just heard from Romaine and just the general feel after the press conference, it seems like they're going to go out there and definitely start with their guys. Um, mm-hmm. You know, put the pressure on Washington and all that. Um, I just, you know, I'm, I'll be interested to see who comes out after halftime. I think that could be a big turning point for the lineup. And I mean, also it'll be interesting to see what the score is. Um, if Washington's up, maybe they won't. But, um, no, it should be interesting to see how Coach Dozell manages that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like you said, best-case scenario, the soul, the soul are up by 20 points or more. <laughs> the worst-case scenario is Washington's up 14 to 20 points. And then we got a problem if they have if they have that type of lead. But we'll see, and we'll discuss this more on our, uh, on our preview show where we're going to break down not only this game – but we're going to break down what happened between Baltimore and Albany, which was very uh, interesting, to say the least. They played on Saturday, and they'll be playing on Saturday again uh, this weekend. But that's going to wrap this special edition of the High Motion Podcast. We appreciate everybody for taking some time out and uh, tuning in. And for tuning in, uh, we appreciate uh, James Romaine from the Philadelphia Soul joining us um, as well to just talk about not only about last weekend's game, but also – uh, this weekend's about this weekend's game as uh, as well. The Soul play on Sunday afternoon at the Wells Fargo Center game on ESPN three. Like I said, we'll break that down. We'll break down what happened in Albany, Baltimore. We'll break down DraftKings as I finally got a DraftKings victory, a notable victory uh, this week. Shout out to Harrison for, for, for the help. <laughs> got you, bro. Yeah, you already know. But hey, that's gonna wrap it up, everyone. Um, enjoy the rest of your night and enjoy the rest of your week. And we will talk to you guys very soon to break down round two of the uh, semifinals. So everyone have a good one.